Decoder. Listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardward Human Serviette Radio Show. That was from Edmonton, Alberta. The Bayonets, not from Toronto, Ontario, because there's a band from Toronto, Ontario, now broken up called the Bayonets as well. But that was from Edmonton, Alberta. What is it from the Bayonets from Edmonton, Alberta? And you're listening to the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show on FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Today on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show, some interviews I did at the South by Southwest Music Festival in Austin, Texas. Interviews with Rai Rai, who's coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada very soon, and Janelle Mornay. Right now on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show, here is a track from something brand new from Andrew WK, who I interviewed on a Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show last week. Didn't have a chance to play it. This is from something called Andrew WK and B-Rock Present Damn! The Mixtape, Volume 1. And this particular track is called Pum Pum, the Super Remix. It's from Lee Scratch Perry. Yes, Andrew WK produced Lee Scratch Perry's last record. But it also features Sherry Lilly, who is Andrew WK's wife and personal trainer to the lead singer of The Bravery. You learned that last week on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Plus vocals provided by Sasha Gray. Yes, porn star Sasha Gray, actress Sasha Gray, and singer Sasha Gray. I don't think they were all together in the same room, though. Here we have Boom Boom, Lee Scratch Perry, featuring Sasha Gray and Cherry Lily from Andrew WK and B-Rock present Damn! The Mixtape Volume 1 on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, the upsetter is here. Please scratch. Welcome to a nightclub. You to have some fun. Welcome to a nightclub. You to have some fun. Look in a boom boom. Look in a boom boom. I am a boom boom. Looking a boom boom, looking a boom boom. Boom boom come, boom boom goes. It's alright. Boom boom come, boom boom goes. Spend the night. Went into a nightclub in New York City. Went into a nightclub in New York City. The fun of boom boom for my kitty. The fun of boom boom for my kitty. Went into a nightclub in New York City. Went into a nightclub in New York City. The fun of boom boom for my kitty. For my kitty, 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 doof. Boom boom come, boom boom go. Boom boom come, boom boom go. Pussy may come, pussy may go, but Jesus Christ remains. Look in a boom boom, look in a boom boom. I am a boom boom, I am a boom boom. 
na pum pum, yoki na pum pum.
question But don't worry, I have a suggestion Just use this, you'll feel on top You won't be able to stop One, two, three, four All she's ever been Is a beauty queen But she still feels so ugly
are still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and an Ardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show. And that was from Portland, Oregon, the headliners with Sketch City, featuring on drums Holly Hotbox, who is Brian Foss from the legendary Funhouse Club in Seattle, Washington's sister. That was the headliners with... Sketch City. And before that, from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, The Oz, also T-E-T-H-E-E, The Oz, The Oz. The Oz are from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I think I have something new as well, the new Oz, but that was The Oz, The Oz, we played, and their song, Potato Head, and they are playing, coming up in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, July the 16th at Pat's Pubs, we played The Headliners with Sketch City, then The Oz before that with Potato Head, again, The Oz playing Pat's Pub, 10 p.m.-ish on July the 16th. They also have neat little comic books that they give away with all their stuff that has, like, dream merchandise lists where you can buy a The Oz iPod cover for £120. And before that, Lee Scratch Perry, the legendary Lee Scratch Perry, as produced by Andrew W.K. with the song Pum Pum Super Remix featuring Sasha Gray and Cherry Lily on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Coming up, an interview I did with Janelle Monet in Austin, Texas, for the occasion of South by Southwest 2009. Here first, though, is some Janelle Monet. Left the city, my mama, she said, don't come back home. These kids won't kill each other, they lost their minds, they they quit in school making babies and can barely reach I'm going off to the wall, Lord have mercy on them One, two, three, four, cousins is round here selling dough What a daddy's your uncle is walking around strong Rolling dice and taking lives in a small kitchen 
You are Janelle? Nardwar. Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. Janelle, welcome to South by Southwest. Oh, yes, hello. How the hell are you? I'm doing fantastically, miraculously, incredibly wonderful. So right off the bat, tell me about fencing with Andre 3000. What's it like to fence with Andre 3000? It's wonderful. We love our outfits, of course. Uh, sometimes I get a little bloody on the guts. You know, I have to go in and kind of get stitched up. But it's uh, therapeutic. Uh, it keeps me being very fearless, you know. How good is he? He's pretty. Like he gets you bloody? He's Yes. I've had cuts and bruises, you know. It's, it's, have you got him bloody? Yeah, a little bit. You know, he has a permanent part in his hair now from me swiping it. Well, I have a robot gift for you, Janelle Monet. The Universal Robot Band and their big song... I love this. Dance and shake your tamarind. I love that. I thought this might be something good for Janelle Monet to cover. A universal robot band. It's not an android, but you like the robot bands. Where, where are they from? They're an old 70s band. Oh, I love this. This is back of the cover. Universal robot band. The universal robot band. Not the universal android band. So who would win, the robot versus the android? Well, you know, the android has a cyborg on its team who is basically a, hu a human, but they're developing robotic characteristics and with that said i think that the android will beat the robot tenfold how hard is it to disassemble a robot well you know it usually takes lots of egg yolk uh extra mayo and a little bit of fire on the butt um once you unscrew everything with honey and then you screw it back in with uh, mayo and then a little mustard on the left and the right you know, sides. Then you're able to keep everything just right. And then they actually, actually make these uh, uh, gasoline um, sprayers to spray it down with and keep it very greased and, and oily. And you have to keep the Android funky. Like So that means by any means, whether it's uh, uh, greens that you place on the top of its head and the green juice uh, drips down on the shoulders. And that keeps everything, you know, just, just right, just right. You know, Monet, I'm from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Of course, you're assuming the role of Nardwar just now because you're right beside me. Absolutely. Now, I'm from Canada, and I love everything Canadian, and you love a Canadian too, Malcolm Gladwell. Oh, I do. I love Gladwell. I'm reading, uh, uh, I've read Outliers, his newest book, and I listened to the audio of Blink, uh, and I'm just really, uh, I'm enamored. What can you tell people about Malcolm Gladwell? A Canadian, a Canadian. Yeah, he's brilliant, you know. I, I've learned so much. My company, uh, I started a mystery school uh, by the name of Wonderland Art Society. I can't tell you too much about it because it wouldn't be a mystery anymore, right? You can check it out on the web. Absolutely, absolutely. And Outliers uh, has been the first book of our, our book club. 
that we have and we have lots of artists and undercover superheroes come, coming over and you know just the 10,000 hours and that and, and the importance of that uh, I'm working on my 10,000 hours as we speak so Malcolm has really influenced us uh, to go ahead and to get our 10,000 hours in in hopes that we can be great now you also love Back to the Future the movie I do I love it featuring Michael J Fox born in Kansas. No, born in Canada. Wow, he was born in Can Burnaby, British Columbia, Canada. Oh, that's cool. You another, just me something. Another Canadian connection for Janelle Monet. Malcolm Gladwell, Michael J. Fox, Back to the Future. Wow, well, I guess I'm just going to have to come to Canada so then my name can be mentioned in Malcolm Gladwell's name as well as Michael J. Fox's. But then I'm really from Can Kansas, so would that make me a Kansanian? Sounds pretty cool, but it doesn't stop there. There's more Canadian connections. You love the robots. You love the androids. Mr. Robotic. Mr. Roboto. Mr. Roboto. He's from there, too? Oh, well, the band Sticks. Oh. They're not Canadian, but the new lead singer of Sticks is... Canadian. Lawrence Gowan is Canadian. So another connection. Because yeah. what do you think of the Mr. What do you think about the Mr. Roboto? You know, Mr. Roboto sticks. Well, guess what? I don't know who that is. You just taught me something. I'm going to song Mr. Roboto by the '70s band Sticks. Mr. Roboto. It's just a class. I think you'd really get down to it. But the most important thing is the new lead singer of Sticks is Lawrence Gowan. Well, that's cool. Well, listen, you're going to have to learn some Kansas people. You know, you know Judy Garland. Yes, I do. And I was wondering about that. Growing up in Kansas City, Kansas, yes. not Kansas City, Missouri. Mm -hmm. What is in Kansas City, Kansas? Well, I was raised on a flat land. Uh, it had maybe about 200 sunflowers. Uh, lots of bears would come occasionally and also wolves. So I was around animals most of You were raised by wolves? Yes, pretty much. Now, so interesting enough, there's a band from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada called Raised by... Wolves! Yes! And they're very garage rock influenced. They love the hives. Wow, I love the hives. Yeah, exactly, just like you. But no, the hives loved me first. But still, connection. Raised by wolves from Vancouver, and you're raised by wolves as well. Another Canadian connection. So back to the story. You're in Kansas, raised by wolves. What local bands did you see? Were there any local bands that you saw in Kansas City, Kansas, growing up, or anywhere when you grew up that you really dug? Like I mentioned, Raised by Wolves are a Canadian garage band. Was there anybody locally you saw? Well, I was in a band called The Weirdos, and we were always were trying to make a, a social statement. Did you ever hear the 77 band, The Weirdos, from? Oh, yeah. wow. A, Where are they from? They're from L.A., The Weirdos. Oh. Man. We got the neutron bomb. Oh, I have to check that out now. You're giving me lots of cool uh, bands to go research. But back to you, Jean Monet. Sorry, the weirdos in Kansas City, Kansas. You were in that band. What, who did you play with? Were there any bands? Were there any other local bands? Uh, well, that was pretty much it. I did not watch a lot of TV, so I was pretty much secluded um, out in this field. And everything was musical theater to me. I would see colors. I would go to the gas station. I mean, I would just see pinks and purples and, and different things. And I always thought for a moment, my mother thought too, that I had a serious uh, schizophrenia uh, uh, um, issue uh, because I, I literally, like everything, like the birds chirping, I would instantly see um, uh, a movie uh, of some sort. With that being said, I went to New York because I thought I could find more people like myself. Uh, I didn't. I didn't, though. I moved there and went to school, studied musical theater. Didn't want to be too influenced by the teachings um, of, a, of a standardized musical theater teacher. So I left and I moved to a horse farm in Atlanta. I was wondering, Janelle Monet, you love the Beatles. I've heard you cover, I want to hold your hand. I want to. 
Hold your hands. Which is kind of a garage rock. Well, you know, 60s rock and roll, which kind of goes back to the hives. It does. It does. I love uh, indie garage rock. Um, I, I'm a music lover of all. I, I mean, we just brought in the Emory Symphony Orchestra into Wonderland to play on my record. And so I, I just I just love music. I love music. Now, another Canadian connection, not really Canadian, but Vancouver's near Seattle. And Kalindo from your band is from yes. Seattle. Yes. He, he around. He is amazing. Kalindo. Yes. He's amazing. Incredible. Uh, uh, one of, uh, uh, I mean, his, you know, his uncle is uh, is Maceo Parker, and uh, he gets a lot. Of, his family is very musically inclined. Uh, Kalindo is is someone who will take a can of oil, uh, put his dip his hands in there, and make electric sounds on his on his axe. Um, he has so many talents. He juggles, uh, you know, he juggles guitars. And he looks incredible too, doesn't he? He has impeccable style. I mean, just brilliant style. Now, what is it like? Because you know my name, meeting the hives. Have you ever met the hives at all? I've never met the hives. Would you like to issue them a challenge at all right now? Yeah. Meet them. Listen, listen, Hal and Pete, I would love to meet you guys. I actually talked to one of them uh, through satellite, um, but I, we share a common uh, influence. Mick Jagger. I love Mick Jagger. Uh, but really, James Brown has been the, the, the root of my inspiration. He's my muse. Uh, and Felipe, Kalindo, take, take hey, that off. Kalindo. Kalindo, I was just saying, here you are in Austin, Texas. There's all these Canadian connections, I was saying, to Janelle. But Vancouver, where I'm from, is kind of near Seattle. Oh, Seattle. My Seattle. I love Seattle. Where you were from. Oh, my goodness. So I was wondering, in Seattle, what's it like? Do you like thinking of Vancouver? Did you see any Vancouver bands? You know, I've actually spent a few times driving to Vancouver from Seattle just to watch some music and great bands. I don't remember the names, but oh my God. The, you grew up in Seattle? I know. I lived there for a couple of years and I just, I love it. The food there is wonderful. The people are wonderful and love it. You can tell people your connection to pasta peas, pasta peas, pasta peas. Like they used to. Oh. Pasta peas. Like they used to. Oh, yes. Well, um, I do have an uncle um, named Maceo Parker who played with James Brown. And an uncle named Melvin Parker who played drums with James Brown. So, two uncles who played with James Brown. So, we have official James Brown secrets that we will never tell anyone. What I, f what I find really interesting, though, Janelle, is you test marketed, didn't you, before you went out there to the marketplace? Did you test market at Delta House Sorority? Oh, really? Who is that? I heard that you went out to Delta House Sorority. You played for a lot of people at the sororities. Oh, you know what? Yes, I did. I did a, a dorm lounge tour, literally. Uh, sweetie, I would go around and just perform, like, right in the lounge of all the dormitories on Spelman's campus, Morehouse's campus, and Clark Atlanta University's campus. How would you imagine those test marketing sessions went, Kalindo? I would say my best guess would be they were amazing. And how is the test marketing been going now with Janelle Monet? Based on experience and on uh, what's happened, I would say so far, quite amazing, spectacular. Is there ever a bad show? There never is a bad show, is there? Well, you know what? It's art. It's art. Sometimes you have it, it, everything is special. Everything has its own uh, a thing about it, and we don't choreograph anything. So we're taking lots of risks, and we're creating art right before the audience's eyes. You know, I saw you the first time on a video, Afropunk. 
Yeah, I'm doing that show again. I'm playing uh, in about two hours. And that's what I was wondering. HR of Bad Brains, he's been here at South by Southwest. Oh, wow, cool. I'm, I'm excited to meet him. I've never met uh, uh, anyone from the group, but I know that they helped pave the way for artists like myself. What other Afro-punk bands were you into? You know, the punk. You know, you're in a band called The Weirdos, not The Weirdos from L.A. Right, right. Uh, you know, I just I just respect art. Uh, when I'm recording, unfortunately, I purposefully don't listen to a lot of bands. I don't go out and, and see a lot of shows. But you love stuff, right? I do. I do. I love art. Can you educate P. Diddy on punk? Does P. Diddy like punk? Oh, well, you know what? Uh, he, he most definitely has been educated. Uh, we, we do our best to lead by example and to make sure that we're staying true to art. And, and, and I'm sure that he understands that. Now, I was wondering, Janelle, is it true that you would like to work with Colonel Saunders? Ah! Yes, yes. I love I love him. He's my favorite. I mean, you're my favorite. I love him. I mean, wow. That's great. This is great. This is great. You're good. I'm going to get you back, though. What are your ideas for Colonel Sanders and you, Janelle? Well, you know, Colonel Sanders and I, 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 I really do believe that if I play the drums for Colonel Sanders, he would have the livest band ever. <laughs> Janelle Monet, Colonel Sanders, this is incredible. Any final thoughts? Final thoughts is, um, you know, I would love to have... Uh, gone into his closet. You know I'm a time traveler. Yes, I was wondering about that. Oh, you know that. The Philadelphia Experiment. Are you into the Philadelphia Experiment? You know that big ship that got clocked. Oh, wow. No, I'm not. See, they don't know how to do it like, like me. See, the thing is, uh, Colonel Sanders, um, I'm actually working on a project right now to where I'm going to go, and I'm going to do his hair. He's, he's, he, he's alive still. And um, I was summoned because I have a, a hair machine. You know that, right? And I stick my hair in there. It was created by uh, the grandson of Monet. Claude Monet. Oh. Get back here. <laughs> How do you know all these things? Oh, okay. Well, you're Janelle Monet. That's all I know. There's a lot of knowledge behind those glasses. Okay. So, with that being said, they have they have asked me to come and duplicate. He, he wants my hair machine so his hair can look like mine. Now, I've said, you know, I, I love him, but do you think? I don't know. I don't. I don't think that he should have my hairstyle because then, then people will say that I copied off him. But you, people actually he already stole my jacket. He stole my my tie. Uh, I mean, I, I really don't know. So what do you think that, that I should do? Well, what I'm wondering about is the people that are copying you, like the Janelle Monet look. Like on YouTube, there are videos how to get the Janelle Monet look. Oh, wow. Well, that's interesting. Like people going through that. How do you get the Janelle Monet look, Kalindo? Wow, that's a good question. I, you know, I would say, you know, just go for your own look and um, be proud of who you are. But specifically, how much time does Janelle spend there? You know, I don't think she spends any time. I think it's a very natural thing for her. All we have is black and white clothes, so. And how does they get the Kalindo look? Well, you know, uh, Kalindo, as well as uh, young Pete, I don't know where, where he is. He's around here somewhere. Uh, we, ha we individually, uh, we've been very blessed to have machines. Uh, I own a mystery school. Okay, so in that we have lots of different people all over the world uh, who make these things for us. You know, we have a machine where Kalindo just goes in and his clothes are already pretty much ironed. And he goes in, you know, naked, of course, underwear, you know, T-shirt and his clothes just kind of strap on to him. Um, man, you're so cool. I want to show you. Uh, but then 
There'd be no mystery behind it, so I can't do it. Now, some clothes that you wear, Janelle, is quite tight. Like some of the stuff you when you're riding the horses, right? Yes, absolutely. And I was talking to Melissa Oftemar, who played in the band Hole and Smashing Pumpkins, and she's really into the horses. Oh, is she? And she wanted me to ask you about the connection between the beast and music. She was fascinated between the beast of a horse and music. What do you think the connection is between the beast of a horse and music? Well, if you look back on history, I mean, the only way that people would get around, uh, the transportation was in horses. If you just, you know, go to the Bible, uh, the early beginnings, um, the horse was around. And so I think that it's a very uh, special, special creature uh, uh, given here by, by, by our maker. And um, it can take you many of places. You know, I've been thrown off a horse before. How far are you going to take the jockeying? Like, are you going to keep going on the jockeying? Are you still do where can we catch you on a local track? I am. Well, you know, right now I've been thumping uh, uh, up in Georgia, two hours outside of Georgia. Uh, like I said, when I lived on the horse farm, I developed uh, a strong relationship with horses. Well, when they they do different things like that, uh, I'm able to communicate with them. Uh, Kalindo thinks I'm absolutely insane, but hey, I, know, read my mind. I know when a horse needs uh, to 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 listen to a couple of my songs. I know when a horse needs to be fed, and I know when a horse needs to mate. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all, Janelle Monet? Uh, well, other than the fact that um, this year we are going to, as the Wonderland Art Society, create more capes for superheroes. Uh, we're going to have more art parties. We're going to be uh, distributing more art and making sure that each show, each show, each show, uh, we will leave a piece of ourselves ourselves and then we will grow into new people well thanks so much janelle and kalindo from the janelle monet experience keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do do d have a star-crossed winner in today's Heartbreak Sweepstakes. Android number 57821, otherwise known as Cindy Mayweather, has fallen desperately in love with a human named Anthony Greendown. And do you know the rules? She is now scheduled for immediate disassembly. Bounty Hunters, you can find her in the Neon Valley Street District on the fourth floor at the Leopard Plaza apartment complex. The droid control marshals are full of fun rules today. No phasers, only chainsaws and electro daggers. Remember, only card-carrying hunters can join our chase today. And as usual, there will be no reward until her cyber soul is turned into the Star Commission. Happy hunting! Destroy me. And I think to myself. 
closet drunk, bathtub, out, outcast, weirdo, stepchild, freak show, black girl, bad hair, broad nose, cold stare, tap shoes, Broadway, tuxedo, holiday, creative block, love song, stupid words, erase song, the gunshots, orange house, dead, dead, been walking with a dirty mouth, spoiled milk, stale bread, welfare, bubonic clay, record deal, life up, keep keep back in down corporate club, breast cancer, common cold, HIV, lost hope, overweight, self-esteem, miss, misfit, broken dream, fish tank, small boat, close-minded, dark hole, cyber girl, joy, joy control, get away, no trust, do you sleep, mic, microphone, one, one stage, tomboy, outrage, street fight, bloody war, instigators, third floor, promiscuous child, broken heart, STD, quarantine, heroin users, cokehead, final, final chapter, death bag, plastic sweats, metal skin, metallic tears, manhood, carefree, nightclub, closet drunk, bathtub, white house, Jim Crow, dirt, dirty lies, are my regards.
the weirdos with We Got the Neutron Bomb on the Nerdward, a human serviette radio show. And before that, a couple tracks by Janelle Monet. We heard Going Backwards, Many Moons, Violet Stars, Happy Hunting, and the March of the Wolf Masters. And of course, We Got the Neutron Bomb is by The Weirdos from LA, not Janelle Monet's early band, The Weirdos. And before that, an interview with Janelle Monet. Coming up, another interview done at South by Southwest with Rai Rai from Baltimore, who is playing in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, on July the 22nd with A-Track. And to prepare you, as we always say in an Ardwater Human Serviette, for Rai Rai, here are some vintage Baltimore club tracks, or one in particular by Frank Ski and Kenny B called EA. EA featuring Kenny B and then an interview with Rye Rye on an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio show. FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Everybody say, hey, 
Everybody say. Who are you? Rai Rai. Rai Rai, welcome to Austin, Texas. <laughs> I know, I'm happy to be here. It's warm. How the hell are you? Fine. How does the leather jacket work in Austin, Texas? Well, it's chilly right now. How are the feet? Huh? How are your feet doing? Oh, they cool. Rai Rai, here we are in Austin, Texas, right? Yeah. Now, I would like you to help me go back to Baltimore. Oh, uh, um, I can take you back. Yeah, can you take me back to Baltimore? <laughs> yes. Right now, it's cold there. <laughs> so, I'm happy to be here because it's warm. But, um, I can take you back with describing my music and, like, how I get down. I is like basically Baltimore club music where it's though like it's crazy beats, hard bass, it's like music that make you dance. Like it's like the best party music when you go in the club you instantly wanna dance when you hear Baltimore club sound. And it's just like um crazy dances, like we have our own way of dancing, like our own unique way and it's like You have the crazy leg. Yes. What is a crazy leg? Can you show me the crazy leg? This quickly there, Rai Rai. <laughs> I gotta try. Hold on, it might be hard to do because my leg messed up right now. Oh god. <laughs> should, I, should I try a mic? <laughs> no, I can't. I'm scared. Even slow is good. Alright, you set? Want it. And then it's just fast, like just move your legs fast. And it's the crazy legs, but it's different ways of doing it. What about the SpongeBob Rai Rai? There's the SpongeBob too, right? Yes. What's the SpongeBob Rai Rai? Just quickly. <laughs> this. You do this dance like this, then you do it fast. And that's the SpongeBob. <laughs> and there's another one too, the Wu Tang. That's not our dance. We don't do that at home. That's like a Philly dance, so. But you've adopted it somehow, haven't you? Like, I've heard the word Wu-Tang and Baltimore go together. How does the Wu-Tang come part of the Baltimore club sound? Because um, Philly have their own way of making Baltimore club music, but they call it Philly club. And it's like, they similar. They do the dances similar to ours. So when they do the Wu-Tang, which is some dance like this, it's similar to a dance that we do, but... We don't call ours the Wu-Tang, so like, that's just a Philly dance, but it's affiliated because you can do the Wu-Tang off of Baltimore club music. It's all like the same, in the same rhythm. So. so nowadays we have Baltimore club, but Rai Rai, can you take me back to Drew Hill? What can you tell the people about Drew Hill? They was a um, R&B group. I liked all their music. and um, Like Drew Hill? Yeah, they was just like a... Um, a typical R&B band, like, they dance, they sung. It's like they never really worked with Baltimore Club music because they was doing R&B, but, like, Woody, one of the guys, he actually was in the studio with me and Blackstar a few times, like, working on his own project and, like, doing other stuff. But, like, they was a big group from Baltimore. And right on the front here, who do we have? Cisco. Yes. Now, he later on went on to do the... His own thing. He just was... The thong? The thong song. What do you think about the thong song? I love it. I, I just love that beat. Like, I thought it was a good song. I always wanted to dance with them. Is there a dance for the thong song? Is there a thong song dance at all, Rai Rai? No. <laughs> I don't know it. They was doing everything in the video, so... Like, they was just... I don't know. I guess you just shake your booty. Whatever. So Drew Hill is old school Baltimore, but so is Tupac. Is Tupac from Baltimore too? He grew up there, didn't he? Yes, he he did. He actually went to school with my mother, and um, I like him. He a hardcore rapper. He's one of my big inspirations. 
Yeah. What did your mom say about Tupac? And how old was your mom at that time? Like, were they, did they date or anything like that? No. She said he was like um, one of the kids in school that people like wouldn't believe that he was going to make it famous. And every time he said it, people laughed at him and like used to tease him and stuff. And then he went off and went to see the school for the arts. And then he ended up making it big. <laughs> did she have any contact with him after he left Baltimore at all? No. Mm-mm. Right, right. One other thing I was wondering about Baltimore is I remember Baltimore Spice, Old Bay Spice. I don't. It's like the Old Bay Spice. It's something you can put on fish and chicken. There's some neat foods in Baltimore. You know, the Old Bay. Oh, yeah. That's, um, that made crabs and stuff taste good. <laughs> it's not, it won't be good without the Old Bay Spice. Like, you just have to have it on, like, seafood and stuff like that. I saw a picture of you, Rai Rai, wearing a bathing suit at Cascade Lake. What's Cascade Lake? It's a um, it's it's like a little um resort in Baltimore. It's basically like a um a beach. It's sandy, and it just it was like um I went there with my family because we like though we plan trips and we all go and just like have fun and just do crazy stuff at the beach, like playing stuff. So that's what we was at. It was like a family trip, and it's like a lake, really. Like it's two sides of the beach is like a swimming side another side where you fish at and it's just crazy kids there so i'm coming to baltimore i get some old bay spice go to cascade lake where else should i check out isn't there like a cool wax museum a black wax museum to check out in baltimore oh yes it's scary <laughs> what's in that exactly the black wax museum it's like um statues that people like wax together like um back in the day stuff so it's like People carved, really. Like, it's just, like, basically what, what used to happen back in the day with, like, these black people. And it's just, like, a, um, it's a ship, like a slave ship. And they got, like, um, people in there, like, chained and stuff. It's crazy. And they just, like, hey, make all these crazy sounds. But they actually throw parties there now. And people be like, oh, you coming to my party at the Black Swag Museum? I say, I would never, ever go to a party there. Like, no. I went there one time on a school trip in elementary school, and I was scared. Like, I would never go back there. It's crazy. I wouldn't go to a party there. I know. I could never imagine Rai Rai getting scared. It really must be scary, eh, Rai Rai? Yeah, it's not really scary, but it's just, like, statue, call figures. Like, you hear noise, like, on a slave ship. It's, like, noise. It's just crazy. The Black Wax Museum in Baltimore. Anywhere else in Baltimore I should check out? Um, a club, Paradox. That's, like... That club is where, like, most of Shake It to the Ground video was filmed in. It's just crazy. Like, if you go there, you'll just experience the whole Baltimore club scene. Like, everything about it. The dancing, the music. Like, it's just everything. People, like, competing against each other. Like, just the club. If you go to the club, you'll just get a whole feel of Baltimore. Right, right. Speaking of Baltimore Club, I guess you can put down the Drew Hill record. I would like to ask, or maybe you never want to put it down, I'd like to ask about Baltimore Club. Here's a record, Baltimore Club Classics, Volume 5. It has, like, DJ Ducky Man on it. What can you tell the people about this record? What do you know about these people that are on here? DJ Techniques. Um, I used to listen to them growing up. Like, that was, they was, like, the most popping people growing up. Like, when I was a little girl, like, I used to go buy club CDs, and most of these producers on here, like, Kenny B, like, they was, like, the people that was on the, like, them, um, little CDs I used to buy, like, Kenny B, K-Swift, Rodley, Techniques. It was just, like, all their music, which was back in the day, like, so that was, like, the music that was coming out of Baltimore back in the day. They was the only producers, but now it was, like, 
a, a younger generation producing, like everybody getting into the Baltimore club scene or trying to produce beats or trying to dance. So yeah, like they used to definitely bring the heat when I was little. So this is Baltimore Club Classics Volume 5. Did I do pretty good picking this one up? What do you think about this particular one? Is this a good introduction? I love it. Baltimore, it's a whole series of Baltimore records. I had no idea, Rai Rai. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, You did a... Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting to Baltimore. Yeah, you getting there. But, um... Yeah, I think you did good. It's probably your food. One one thing I was wondering about was the ding-a-ling. Is the ding-a-ling a dance? What about the ding-a-ling? No, it's a song. <laughs> I forgot all about that song. It's a song of my ding-a-ling. It's funny. It's crazy. But the beat actually be rocking. Like, I love that track. The beat crazy, but ding-a-ling is so dumb. Well, Rai Rai, here we are in Austin, Texas. Yes. And I've been showing you some records, and I have a gift for you. Okay, what is that? I have this special bag right here to give to you. Check this out, because you like DJing and stuff, don't you? Yeah. Hold this for a second. You like you like DJing and stuff, don't you? Yeah. You like hanging out at the clubs? Yeah. So pull open this, the first bag, and what do we have here? <laughs> uh, uh, some DJ equipment, like speakers. Yes, check it out. This is a gift for you. It's a boombox bag. Really? Do I <laughs> and check this out. And what I was wondering is, do you think you could possibly do a song for us on this? <laughs> yeah, I could so. try. <laughs> this is so funny. Do you think, Rai Rai, you could kick out a tune on this gift? Yeah. Could you do a little dance for us just for a sec? Oh, <laughs> hold on. It might be hard. D check it out. The boom box. Because my... I can hold it. I can hold it for you. Uh, Just a little bit for us. You, you, you can put this down. I can try. Your dancing is so amazing, Rai Rai. Yeah, my leg messed up right now. But I don't really want to post. my first time dancing on my leg in like weeks thank you so much for doing that too i really appreciate that you're welcome so what do you think you think you're going to use the bag at some of your gigs coming up yes that's cool that's so funny <laughs> that's crazy what can you tell the people about hardcore girls the two um and check this out first hold up the bag we can turn it off right here well that song was done in the uk um, I was actually touring with MIA and I stopped past the studio with Count and Cindy because Cindy was DJing for her. And um, we worked on the track and it's basically about like being hardcore, like where I'm from and the ups and downs with girls, like <laughs> hating this stuff and I'm saying like, oh, you better come correct and stuff like telling everybody to keep it real, like all the ladies and stuff. So it's basically like, um, Calling out hardcore girls. If you think and defining it, like if you think you're a hardcore girl, then you should be able to vibe to the track. And the sound, the beat is crazy. Like all the little breakdown parts, like that's the part I love the most. Like all the breakdown parts. And I just like the beat, it's different. Like I experimented with like a UK sound. But I actually did the, um, I did this track over another beat and they actually was like well we want to change the beat because you sound better than the beat so they had to go back and redo the beat and then they sent me this track and i loved it what about 
about hardcore punk? Do you like any punk? Does anybody think you know hardcore girls, hardcore punk? <laughs> no, I never thought about a hardcore punk. No. I do, totally, because the dance is totally hardcore, and thank you for doing that. What happened to your leg? What's been going on with your leg? I had a show in New York, and I was dancing with my friends because they danced with me on stage, and, like, it just popped out of place. Like, I just had to stop dancing, and then, like, I went to, like, the hospital a few times, and they was like, just stay off of it, don't jump on it, and, like, so it's been crazy because I like dancing, and at my shows, I've been like, oh, I can't do this. I want my leg to work. I want to dance. Every time I try, I fail. And that's how I was just been lately, so I've been kind of like irritated because I can't dance on my leg. And I don't know, I'm just waiting for it. I just wanted it to be better for Southwest by Southwest. For school and stuff, how much school did you have to miss when you toured with MIA? And did you have to miss some MIA tours because of school? Yeah, I actually, when I first told MIA, I missed about three months of school. And then I had to, like, I couldn't do the second tour. Like, the tour that was after the first tour I did, I couldn't do it because of school. So I was like, I'm just going to stay in school and grind it out. So I just, after that, I just be free. So it was like, the first tour was like 2000, like, I missed the tour in 2008. Like, like after like March when we started it back up, like in April 2008. So I ain't going that tour. I just, I did a few dates like that I could come to, but I didn't do the whole tour. What was your school like when you go back to school? What did the kids think of you turn with MIA and stuff? Is it like fame? Yeah, it's like they, I be in school and it's just like when I'm walking to class, you see like all the boys on the stairwell when they all like, so my, they all trying to imitate my voice and they like shake it to the ground like and it's just irritating and I just used to run in class like oh, I can't take this and I'd be in class and you could still hear him like what like <laughs> just trying to imitate my voice but it'd be crazy though like everybody knew me and they thought it was cool what I was doing and every time I left everybody missed me and stuff like my teachers they knew too like they was like totally up for it they let me go on tour some of them was actually fans of MIA like they, were, they knew about her before I even started to, like touring with her. Your teachers want to go on tour with you. Um, no, one of my teachers asked me to hook him up with MIA. Like <laughs> he, he he liked her, but I wanted to take one of my teachers on tour with me. Like I liked her, but she was like a um, science teacher. She was a fan of MIA, and her friend like her friends knew of her. But I was like, I wanted her to go on tour. Well, lastly, you're winding up, Rai Rai. Thanks for speaking to me, Nardware Human Serviette. I really appreciate your time, especially on the bad leg, the dancing again. Amazing. Dante's Fried Chicken. You played a gig at Dante's Fried Chicken. What's that about? Fried Chicken? Dante's Fried Chicken? Yeah, he, he a good cook. Like, his food is amazing. Like, he cut the best food. Like, he does it, for real. And, um... He actually invited me to a show as well as though he cook and it's like a party and then he like, he film it. Like he interview me like while he cooking, like we help him cook, stuff like that. And he just talked to us while we doing it and then we perform, which I actually did a tour with Dante Fried Chicken overseas too in Sweden. So like I was with him a lot lately and um, it's just, we perform and then everybody just eat and party. It's crazy. <laughs> you also played a gig at Thugs and Hugs. What was that? Thugs and Hugs, Dante's Fried Chicken, some interesting gigs. <laughs> yeah, I did a, I don't know. I did a lot of gigs. I mean, maybe because, I don't know. He, like, he hood too, like, a little bit. He got the hood up in him. And I guess he just be coming up with different stuff, like, different names for parties. I don't know. <laughs> thugs and Hugs. I don't know. Maybe because my music's so thuggish. Like, people, he fitted me on, like, roster, but... 
Lastly, Uri, right, Diplo, what's Diplo like? Does he tell you lots of stories about Brazil and stuff? Yeah, he say a lot of dumb stuff. He, um, Diplo is very playful. He funny, like he very funny to me. He say like the stupidest things, the craziest things. He like agitating, like he just crazy. But he fun, I like him. Does he talk about Brazil at all? Cause he's always traveling, isn't he? Going to wild places. Yeah, he say a little bit about Brazil. He, I don't really say, he don't really talk to me a lot about it, but he say a little bit about places. It, it'd be times I write him and he say, yeah, I'm in Brazil or stuff like that. Yeah, he talk about it. He talk about it sometimes. Well, right, right. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Um, be on the lookout for my album coming out this summer. It's dropping maybe in June. The title is called Go Pop Bang. And check out my new single, Bang, featuring M.I.A. on my MySpace, myspace.com slash the real Rai Rai. Rai why should people care about Rai Rai? Why should people care? Because I provide good music, like music that'll make you stress-free. When you feel like yourself, you go in the club and shake it off and crazy rhymes and it's just like... You could be like feeling down and then you just not not be afraid to express yourself off my music. Like it's crazy, it's just the beats hard, like the words is crazy. I have fun with it and I just keep it real. Well, thanks much, Rai Rai. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do. <laughs> what is that? Almost Rai Rai. Do do the loot do. <laughs> do ye. <laughs> Almost kinda. Do do the loot do. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh no, that was funny. Well, we say do you. <laughs> Actually, that works totally, do you? Yeah.
been stepped up. Rolling high off a star, come catch up. Ain't nobody fucking with it, I betcha. And my age, put your name on the checkup. Then, why get away? It all goes down. Fight to the city that I call my town. If you fucking up, damn, right you a clown. Ain't banging high, don't make no sound. Episodes of the violence, bang. Stop so hard, make your brain so brain. Throwing with the stars in the city of the gang. grassroots community organization looking for research assistance? Have an SFU student do the research for you and make your social justice or environmental project a reality. 
The Action Research Exchange Program at SFERG facilitates connections between community organizations that need research but have limited resources with SFU students who can take on that research for course credit. We are currently looking for project proposals for the 2009-2010 academic year. The summer deadline is July 15th. You can apply now at sfperg.ca ARX or call 778-782-4360. The following is a live presentation of CITR News.